I'm Paige and I host Chizuba Talks. The name Banging Pots might bring visuals of noise, discord or arguments. But here is one organization that has taken inspiration from that sound to portray guidance. The Banging Pots Foundation is about the belief that no matter the blizzard, no matter the storm, there will always be somebody banging pots to lead you home, being the voice that leads others home. And to tell you more about banging pots and how the name came about, I would like you to meet Emma Ombogo. She is a certified personal trainer, certified nutrition coach, and a dance fitness instructor. And she's also the co-founder of the Banging Pots Foundation. It's a nonprofit based in Tampa, Florida. Welcome to the podcast, Emma. Thank you so much. I am so happy to be part of this amazing show. Thank you for having me. Emma, I loved the line, you know, be the voice that leads others home. Everybody needs a home. Everybody wants a home. And a home is where security is. So how did this thought come about? Oh, gosh, yes. That is one of our favorite lines. Um, and I can thank my sister, Mona, um, for <laughs> for that epic, epic line. And the thing with that all that all of us six, there's six of us in our family um, mm -hmm. and something that we've always grown up with, uh, thanks to my mom and my dad, was that home is always going to be your grounding force, like no matter where you are, no matter where you go, home was the six kids and our parents. And regardless of where we were, we would always know, my mom would always tell us, no matter how bad it gets out there, you have a home, you can always come home, you know? And for us, it's that breathe that voice that comes, that brings you home because we've had that growing up and, you know, being raised um, in Swaziland and in Kenya and then making my life here in the U.S., um, I've traveled a lot and I've had very many different places that I've called home. Um, but I know, like, even when things got really, really hard and really, really tough, like, I always knew I had that link, right? And so when you hear stories of kids that don't have the ability to go to school or they get lost in the community or they lose their parents and there's no one there to support them. What did they do? Where did those kids go? And so, you know, through our own, you know, little nuclear family and helping one of our house managers was going through something similar. Um, mm -hmm. That's where we were like, we have the ability now to help. It might not be a thousand kids just yet, but we have the ability to help even just one. And so if we can be that voice for one child, then I think we've already won. Right. And uh, could you tell us a little bit about the banging pots um, analogy? Oh, yes. <laughs> I love this analogy. Um, so my sister and I, um, we're very close. We're almost like the same person. And I think we should have been twins, only that we're about five years <laughs> apart. <laughs> but That's we look so alike nice and it's so crazy. Yes, yes. Oh, I love my sister. It's like literally I, so many people think we're twins because we look so alike. Um, but there's this movie um, that we watched growing up and it was this in the movie 
and you couldn't even, I can't quite remember what the movie was called, but there was a scene where the dad and his daughter lived in a ranch, right? And so the daughter's favorite horse, there was this massive blizzard coming into, into town and they were trying to secure all of their horses. And in that period, somehow one of the horses got out and it just so happened to be the daughter's favorite horse. Like she was not gonna be okay if this horse was in trouble. So the dad leaves out to go find the horse, but in the process of him going out there to find the horse, the blizzard comes in. And so the clouds roll in and it gets super dark and he's so far away, but he finds the horse, but he's not quite sure how to get home. So the daughter who's in the house is looking outside and she realizes he can't see the house. And so she decides, you know what, let me hang a lantern outside so at least he'll see the light. Um, but the wind is howling, the leaves are everywhere, and she realizes he might not be able to see the light. So she goes into the house and she comes out of all of these pots, right? Like you said in the beginning, like pots are so loud, you know, like I think anyone who has at some point, those pots turn into like a drum set and you're like, oh my gosh. And so she takes the pots and she starts banging and banging and banging and banging. And yeah, so yeah. the dad can't see the light, but he can hear the sound. So he starts walking slowly but slowly towards the sound that he's hearing and, and then he finds the light and it brings yeah. him home. So that movie just, it just, oh, it gives me feels all the time, right? So, and I think life is a lot like that. Like how many times have we found ourselves so far, of course, you know, whatever it is that we're going through, right? And we just don't know how to get back home. And my sister and I have been that for each other. Our family as the six kids, we call ourselves on Bogo Six. Um, we've been that for each other. Whenever anyone is going through a tough time where they're cheering them on, where they're, you know, supporting them and saying, hey, you can do it. Um, and so for us, you know, when we're thinking about the kids, again, near and dear to my heart and education, with my mom being a teacher, you know, education was everything for us in our household. Um, and so just understanding the importance of that and knowing that there's so many kids that their parents just don't make enough money at home in Kenya um, to be able to support their children. So who's going to be the sounding board? Who's going to show them the way? Who's going to bang those pots from them? Um, so okay. that's really how the name came about. And we're like, you know what? That's it. We're going to be called the Banging Pots Foundation. Let's bang those pots and bring our kids home. That is beautiful. I'm sure the person who made that movie uh, didn't even realize that he would probably uh, stir up something like this and start a right. non-profit. Somebody started. <laughs> well, right. thanks to them, whoever it is, the unknown uh, movie and the unknown producer. Yes, we must uh, so find them. What, yeah. <laughs> So ever tell me what are the pots that you bang and uh, what are the programs that you have under your nonprofit and how do you run this entire thing? Oh, yes. Um, great. So we are the parent company is Summer Rain International. Um, and so that's um, the base home company, which is called Summer Rain International. You um, have a thing with names, isn't it? I'm, I'm sorry. I know, I know. Beautiful names. Beautiful names. <laughs> Thank you so much. I, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate that. Um, so, so Summer Rain, and I, I'll get back to um, bagging pots in a second, but Summer Rain actually came from my sister's book. 
Um, so she's a writer. She's an author, and she has um, two series out. That explains it. it. Yes, yes. So all of the wonderful verbiage you see, oh, that's my sister. She's a amazing writer. <laughs> <laughs> amazing writer. So two of her characters and some of our favorite characters were sisters who are a lot like me and my sister. One is called Summer and one is called Rain. And so we brought the two together and it's Summer Rain because it really is a lot like her and the two of us. Yeah. And the, the characters are really a lot like the way me and my sister are. And so that's where Summer Rain came from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's the parent company. And we started Summer Rain International. I do fitness and she does everything writing. Um, so the two come together and we made the Summer Rain. Um, and then slowly we started um, noticing the need for education. Um, and so with the movie and just through conversations, very natural thing um, is how Banging Pots came about. So with Banging Pots Foundation, the sole purpose of that foundation is to put as many kids through high school as we can. And we just recently um, opened it up to university as well. So we're very excited about that going into 2024. Um, we hope to have at least two of our graduated um, kids who just graduated from high school. I'm so excited. Um, have them go into university and then having programs. So essentially what we do is scholarships um, for any families that are financially um, low income households that just can't afford to send their kids to school. So um, so we have the scholarships that we do grant. Um, and then from there, we're springing into building communities because I think it's as important to not only provide the education, but what are we doing to build the communities around these kids, you know, so that the other people in their community can also benefit along with the school where we have it, the school that we partner with. You know, we're going to start a library so reading programs, um, writing programs, because again, sister is a is a writer, right? So it's it's this perfect segue there, um, and then of course the scholarships. So that's where we are at the ground level, but we definitely want to expand that out to have full blown centers in as many communities as we can. Let's take a break to understand what Jazuba is. Everyone at some point ponders on how this beautiful life can be made more meaningful. Maybe you're a leader trying to enhance your employee's experience at your organization. Or you already work for the community and seek volunteers with state-of-the-art skills to strengthen your nonprofit. Whatever your situation, know that you can make a difference. Chizuba began with this very vision. A vision to facilitate every skill and every passion in the world in meeting a social need. Corporate volunteering has several benefits for both businesses and organizations. In parallel, experienced and enthusiastic volunteers join NGO workers, enabling them to serve the community more effectively. Chizuba offers everyone looking to add purpose and meaning to their lives a chance to connect or volunteer virtually with non-profit organizations from over 100 countries around the world. Visit www.chizuba.net and explore opportunities to find meaning. Chizuba, your platform to do good. And now, back with our guest. Wow. 
Wonderful. And how do you identify the beneficiaries? How do you identify that this is the person that I want to help or this person needs help? There has to be some kind of criteria, isn't it? Oh, yes, absolutely. So um, so we started how this whole thing started. And well, uh, she's just a near and dear to our heart. So Coletta is one of our house managers in Kenya. Um, and her she's been with our family for Oh my gosh, years. Like, I think it's been maybe two decades at this point. She's literally part of our family at this point, right? Um, and so her kids um, were, were, she had to take her son out of school at some point because she couldn't afford the tuition anymore. Um, and so in conversation with, with my oldest sister, we learned about this, you know, and we were like, well, why isn't he in school? It's the middle of term. Um, and so she explained what was going on and we thought, no, there's no way like between us, we can find a way to put, you know, him through school. Um, and then her daughter came into high school and it was the same story. And so we realized, you know, and then in conversation, just telling us about another family who, um, the mom had just lost suddenly in a really horrific accident. Her husband had passed away. Um, and he was the supporter of the family. And so it was her and her two kids, and they were being sent home from school because, again, she was the stay-at-home mom and the husband was the one who was supporting the family. Um, and so we were like, oh my gosh, like, okay, let's see, maybe if we rally a little bit more, then we can help the additional kids. So what we started to do with the criteria um, is we need to understand, well, are they currently in school? Um, what are their grades in school, right? And um, what is their record in school? Are they, you know, applying themselves? Do they want to learn? Do they want to stay in school? Like, what is their outward goal, right? Uh, because we we can try and help as many, but if the children themselves don't want to be in school, then you're like spinning your wheels. You know what I mean? So, Very true, yes. Yeah, so we look at that. Like, are they currently in school and enrolled? What do their teachers say about this child, um, their student? Um, what are their grades like? And then also, what is the financial um income of the family. And so if we look at all of those components and we realize that they can't meet the, the tuition, um, then we'd accept them into the program. Right. So do you have a certain number of students uh, for a year or is it just anybody who you feel needs help? Um, so right now we are, because again, we also want to make sure that we can support all the children in our program. So right now, based off of our fundraisers and current donations that we have coming in on a consistent basis, we're maxed mm -hmm. out at 10 students right now. Um, mm -hmm. So we would love to help. I mean, we have we have a waiting list. We have so many people um, writing in from the different villages because they're hearing, now the stories are starting to go by like, hey, there's okay. this organization that helps families, right? So we have a waiting list, um, but we also want to make sure that we're doing right by the children. So Right now we're maxed at 10. Um, and mm -hmm. so hopefully over the next six months or so, we might be able to drum up more fundraisers and more donations so we can accept one more child. So we do it incrementally just to make sure that we don't overstretch ourselves. Because the last thing we want um, is for a child to not stay in school that's in our program. Um, so yeah, so right now we're at 10. We started at one, and then we went to two. And so we're so proud. We have 10 kids now. Um, and one is going to be graduating this year. So that always opens up a spot for someone else as well. Yeah. And how long ago did you start this? So uh, do you have any uh, alumni for your organization, so to say? 
So we have two. <laughs> We're so excited for them. Um, so the original, original child um, that we had, of course, is Coletta's son. So he was our, before Banging Pots was Banging Pots, but we still include him in the program. Um, before we were officially banging pots and registered here in Florida um, with that international clause. Um, so he's going off to university in Canada. So we're super excited for him. Um, and then we have um, Miriam, who just graduated at the end of last year from high school. So um, in the fall, she's um, looking to go into university. So we have two alumni, technically, one officially through Banging Pots oh, and one yeah. before we were formed. Um, and then, uh, so we started officially, we got officially 501c3 in January of 2022. So mm -hmm. um, technically, we're just one year old, but year we old. started but doing this in, I think it was, I want to say it was 2000. Pre-COVID, it was definitely pre-COVID when we started with the son because he just graduated 2020. So that was four years before that um, is when that's we- That's great officially... progress, actually. Big strides there. You've got from one to, you know, 10 in, in a year. That's a, that's a big, beautiful step. Yeah. Wonderful. Yes. And you collaborate with one school or you have multiple schools where you collaborate with these, you know, students? Is there some- um, that's yeah. So we decided um, for the best um, support of our kids, we're going to keep it in one school um, uh -huh. for now. So we are partnered with the Lokanya Community Schools um, and they're a great program. They have everything from, you know, your British system to the Kenyan system and beyond. Right. So where our kids are is with the Kenyan system. It's in their community based school. Um, and it's boarding school. So the ones that we partnered with is a boarding school because um, they have lower fees. Um, the kids get to stay on campus and it also provides them with meals so they don't have to worry about, you know, where to sleep or what to eat. Um, it's all encompassing in the boarding school. So, um, so we just have one school and we want to keep it that way because they also have a mm -hmm. university. So yeah, and it makes it so much simpler. And the kids, their motivation is, hey, if I get in this program and I do extremely yes. well, they get to go to university in the same school. So yeah. it's great incentive for them. Fantastic. And do these children have uh, unusual dreams as in, uh, do they want to go the set, stated pattern, you know, getting into high school, getting into maybe the science, the maths, or maybe the humanities? Is it? Do you have anybody who has done something unusual, who has unusual aspirations like maybe you want to become a drummer or a dancer or somebody like do you support somebody like that also you know that oh my gosh if if we could get if we could get our kids to expand their minds that way um that would be awesome um it's so interesting because my sister and i are both artsy exactly yeah know, that's why i ask dance and fitness and she's a writer um, but most of our kids want to be doctors and accountants and lawyers. <laughs> I know, you know, so um, so we're starting. And that's why we want to build more community centers and just show them like there's, okay, there's nothing wrong with being a doctor or lawyer, you know. But I think as 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 Kenyan um, families and, and it's a mindset, it's a mindset, right? Like even for our parents, you know, um, like Coletta's yeah. and my mom and, you know, all of that mindset growing up, it was like, you're going to be lawyer, doctor, an accountant, you know, like all of the, all of those um, technical things. And it's such a mindset there. So we're trying to 
expanded, you know, for them by, by creating more um, avenues for them to explore different things and just see, you know, like, you know, the co-founders of this whole thing were exactly. nowhere near, <laughs> you know, like, exactly. we're nowhere yeah. near that. So, yeah, so it's, I think it will change over time. Um, but I think so much of the time now, it's just, it's just that mindset that we have, you know, like, yeah, if you told me I was going to be doing fitness and dance today, I would like, no. not know. So many of us, I wouldn't know I was going to be doing a podcast. I didn't know that. <laughs> See, look, and you're doing so, and you're doing so great. Thank you. So it's, it's been wonderful. Yeah. Life happens and uh, beautiful things happen in life. If you just think positive and if you just believe in yourself and uh, you are a great example of that, you and your sister, I would like to acknowledge her too on this Thank podcast. You. Thank you. We greatly appreciate so that. You guys are doing fantastic work and uh, well, what, what is it that you wish for, for banging pots? Is there any help um, or any kind of support that you would want to because i'm sure there are many challenges oh yes there <laughs> there are many challenges um running an organization that's based in the u.s with an international <clears throat> clause there's very many challenges um <laughs> you know that come with that and so honestly my our wish i should say you know to include my sister in this is to be able to extend um you know the the help and even you know, just beyond um, the tuition, you know, just beyond the scholarships. Because right now, with the size that we have and the number of donors that we have, um, it's very limited. So we're focused mostly on that tuition. But mm -hmm. we did have an opportunity to go visit um, one of our kids' families in their village. And it was just the most, uh, it was just, it was so heartwarming just to see the love in that community and just how excited they were that, you know, that would even shown up, you know, um, or to go to the school and see the kids just so excited to see us going there to visit. Um, so we definitely want to start um, a facility that will allow kids to explore more than just the maths and the sciences that they learn in school, um, to be able to bring people in that are artists, you know, established artists in the country um, to show these kids, hey, you can do art, you know, because um, it's a small part and some of our kids are really good. Um, yes, we went to yes. the school and we saw how they decorated their doors and they done all of this stuff. And we we're like, how did you even do this? You know, um, and then you ask them what they want to do. And they're like, oh, I want to be an accountant. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, yeah, so we would we would love to have additional support, you know, just from um, sponsors, you know, even um, a big thing, too in the lower income families for the girls is the 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 sanitary um, um yes. towels and things like that in school because another thing we started doing was supporting that for our kids now we do want the parents to also be part of their journey so some mm -hmm. of the things that we do require them to do is provide the necessities so they need soap and they need you know shoes and all of those things so we require the parents to at least try um, when they can't meet it, then we'll step in. But something that we found, you know, a lot of requests that we've gotten from the girls that we support is, can you help us with, you know, sanitary napkins? And I'm like, that is there's such so a, many. Yeah, there's so many basic, things that such you a know, basic you don't, need. Absolutely. You don't think about it. It's such a basic need. I'm like, whoa, you know, so 
you know, if we could find, you know, companies that could help partner with us to support that kind of um, uh, supplies for, for our kids, um, that would be great because it would go such a long way, you know, um, and then that allows us to also stretch and do a little bit more. Yeah. Um, you know, Emma, yeah. you just proved a point that there is so much to do in the world. You just need to have that will and you just need to have that little streak in you that says, you know, giving gives you so much joy. And it is yeah. true. When you give, it gives you a lot of happiness. It does. It does. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful talking to you, uh, Emma. It was wonderful to connect with you and find out about banging pots and the wonderful work that you are doing. Thank you so much. It's been amazing talking with you today. Well, um, I wish you inspire and empower individuals. And uh, through this podcast, maybe even some somebody might get inspired to do something about anything that is related to education or related to empowering girls and making a positive difference in the world. I'm Absolutely. sure, yes, I'm sure that... You know, together, when, when everybody comes together, they listen to something that is inspiring and uh, they would want to connect uh, to create a more brighter, a more equitable and more sustainable world for everybody. Absolutely. Yes. Well, I yes. wish you continue banging the pots. We will keep, we will keep banging these pots. Absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful. Great talking to you, Emma. Goodbye. Great talking to you as well. Thank you so much. Thank you.